What's up, Conroe? Welcome to a brand new edition of Nerd Thug Radio, right here at 104.5, 106.1, these sister stations, streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. As always, make sure to check out Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio, right there on the Facebook. That's where everything happens. If uh, if it doesn't happen there, it doesn't exist in the universe. That's um, you know, that's our like new the, policy. It's like one of those theories of you know reality. If it's not there, it, it doesn't exist. Yeah, uh, it's Schrodinger's cat, but in reverse. Cat Schrodinger's. It's Cat Schrodinger, which should be the name of our uh, pop band. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is Corey DLG. With me as always, his little brother Nico. How we doing, man? Monday. Um, uh, I'm good. I'm happy yet sad. Okay, all right. Um, for some people today's a holiday. For other people, it's not. This is a weird Monday. Some people have it off. Some people don't. Some people got a four day weekend. Some people got a three day weekend. Uh, what about you? Where'd you fall into all of it? Uh, I got the Friday off, but so not. You got a three day weekend. Yeah. Didn't get. Didn't. Didn't score so well that I got the Monday off too. Um. I... <laughs> There was a. I remember one time I was listening to the Buzz, and they were coming up on this particular weekend, and they were going to be off Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. And like Rod Ryan was like, he he found out earlier in the week that not everyone gets the Monday off because he's a. Uh, it's funny because he's. Uh, I guess for the longest time he was like single or whatever his situation was, but only recently has he gotten married and had a kid, like in the last six or seven years. Um, I actually met his wife before they were, I think they had just gotten engaged when I met them. Um, really nice people. But so like, he's finding out now, like these things that you find out when you're in long-term relationships, he was like, just not everyone get the Monday off. And then it was just funny. Cause like the more people who kept calling in with like regular jobs are like, no, I have to be at work on Monday. He was like, well, we won't be here. <laughs> he's like, that's unfortunate. He's like, man, we're, we're crushing it with the four days. But there are a lot of people who get the four days. I don't. Even, I think banking might be Monday. Might be a holiday for banking, or maybe Good Friday was one of the two. There's like nine federal banking holidays that are always, and some of it's, them always trip me up. Feels like there's way more than that. Feels like there's like a thousand of them. Well, no, but I mean specific ones where the bank is closed. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I, I feel like any day that's like you need to do something, you're like, ah, darn. I forgot it's Pirates Wednesday and bank's not open. <laughs> and I really need to deposit this money. <laughs> I, I I don't mean it in a, like in a derogatory way, but it is always surprising that Martin Luther King Day is one of them. Like the I mean, that would make sense to me, but like no one else is closed, I mean, so it's odd to me that banks are. Like I would rather be like if it was a holiday, I'd love it. That'd be fine. But the only oh. people who are like, well, we're closed that day. Banks, banks and schools. Schools aren't open that day either. See, they, see, we used to have to go on Martin Luther King Day. Oh, see, I never did. The schools have become woke. Who woke up the schools? No, um, I honestly, like, it, I, I, it's probably for the better. Um, Makes way more sense. It really does. Um, like, then some of these like days. Columbus got a day, but not Martin Luther King. Like, come on, guys. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Um, one of these guys is way better than the other one. One of these is not like the other. <laughs> um yeah i i yeah it definitely if you're picking one of those two to recognize with a holiday right i'm gonna guess it's gonna be like that's Martin. the that's the benefit of president's days because you can just pick whichever one you like <laughs> yeah and they did that but that was like man, they really hosed over it, right because originally that was like washington's birthday and then lincoln's birthday was nearby and then they merged them and now it's all president's and it's like, well, what if I don't like one of them? It's like, well, well, just pick which one you like. Yeah, but it should like it was originally Washington's day. He got hosed on that one. Yeah, like, we could honor our first president. Like that feels to me like it'd be an okay thing to do. Yeah, I, I just suggest just adding one, and you can just have two Washington's days. <laughs> you could have Washington days, but it like be everyone named Washington. It's like, look, you get to pick which one again. <laughs> it's like a dartboard. Like, who is it now? <laughs> It's always a Washington. Um, <laughs> in, the, in, in this year's Madden, the one that we just had, right before release, the Redskins dropped their name. They're now just the Washington football team. It's and the best so, name like, ever. 
<laughs> so like in the first update, it took out all the Redskin stuff and put in just the the red yellow Washington football team everywhere. But you like, know what's funny? If you don't have the name, at least pick one. It's interesting. Right? They didn't even they didn't even do that. They don't even have a mascot right now. They're just the Washington football team. Um, but most interesting is in the game, it was just like a simple name swap. So like they didn't even adjust the alphabet. So like the roster didn't drop to the last spot because it's a W. It's still where the R's are. Like when you're scrolling through, so it goes like Ravens, Washington football team, Raiders, blah blah blah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you're like, oh, that's that doesn't make sense. Uh, <laughs> that's really funny. They're like, should we reorganize the list? And you're like, nah, they'll figure it out. Nah, you're like scrolling <laughs> at the bottom. You're like, what happened? Where are they? <laughs> I would like to play as my favorite organization, the it's Washington Football this... Organization. Right? It's just weird to see this W in the midst of all the R's, where you're just like. <laughs> You're scrolling through the yards and one of them just Washington football team. Oh, okay. Right. You know, that's the alphabet. Yeah. URS. <laughs> w. <laughs> it's definitely a bit of a, like, you're like, whoa. Um, <laughs> terrible. What, like, I like how they just are like, oh, we can't have the name. What do we name it? And they just couldn't decide. They're like, nah, Washington. We'll just be the Washington football team. <laughs> It's I like wonder a joke. Almost, like it could have been literally anything. Could have named it like a tree. Like it would have been way better. <laughs> the Washington bison. You know what I mean? Like it could have yeah. been anything. It could have been animal, I, flower, literally anything. Anything that has any more personality than Washington. It's like the I lamest think, thing. <laughs> I think it's sort of on purpose because there were a lot of people who were publicly not saying the word Redskins on TV, they would call it the Washington football team or that football team in Washington. Like, they were going out of their way to not say Redskins. So I almost feel like this is sort of like a little bit of a dig at them. Yeah, I I mean, I guess. But, like, if you're going to do it, like, just rename the organization, guys. Yeah, I mean... Like, it doesn't like it doesn't even have to be clever. None of the because because really what happens if, what happens is if you rename it, it then becomes that name. Keeping it the Washington Football Organization means we always have to talk about how they used to be the Redskins. Yeah, but I think that's listen. I don't think that's an accident. I I they spent years just flat out ignoring that it was even an issue. Right. I don't know. It's just one of those one of these words. It's like you can't say that anymore. <laughs> But, like, they really, like, um, uh, like, when it, when a story would break about, like, another team, uh, a college team or something changing its name or whatever, whatever, they would then go to, like, and in the NFL, the Redskins were reached for comment, hey, so-and-so is changing things. Like, the Florida Seminoles have kind of commented that, like, they're going to look into finding something, you know, they're talking about changing it, blah, blah, blah. Um, but the Washington Redskins have always been like, no, we're pretty comfortable with the Redskins. <laughs> just like the worst thing i don't know there's just some words like you just can't like i don't know like for me that word has always been like plantation like the fact that there's so many things down here in texas called the plantation just feels so gross to me yeah i don't uh i'm not sh- i don't understand it <laughs> like honestly. i get like it like it's a name for a thing but it still feels very much like and it's always super like not to be like mega rakes is like rich white neighborhoods called that and it's like mm, that's a little bit weird guys well i don't understand well uh yeah definitely there was a there was a there was a girl's tiktok where she pointed out that all the all the street names in her neighborhood were like plantation hill and stuff like that cotton, cotton and you're valley like, and, yeah, yeah and you're like oh this is the suspect guys the <laughs> weird uh, but like I, particularly with the washington redskins one no, that I don't was know like that was ever the choice. Like because it's never listen, let's be honest. Let's have a very clear, candid moment here. There was never a time, especially in Washington, DC, where this football team plays out of, when the Redskins were a valued thing. Like it wasn't a there was never a good time to be an Indian. So why right. they would yeah. it was it was. It was called before the English people showed up. True. True. But in, in the course of American history, there was never a good time no. to be an Indian. No. They've legitimately, so like, they've legitimately probably been the worst treated because they've literally massacred in mass, forced to move out of their lands, their lands perpetually stolen. Perpetually made promises to that are never going to be kept, ever. 
Right. And even now, there's no support because they're like, well, you guys are your own nation, so we're just going to ignore you now. Bye. Right, yeah. And and somehow (laughs) now, after we screwed them over 20 times, we act like we're doing them the favor of leaving them alone, except now they're just not even provided the basics of education and, like, water and things of that nature. I'm just trying to figure out, like, when at a time when it was like, you know who we should be? We should be the Redskins. Like... The rest of the so like when the when when the Houston Oilers moved to Tennessee and they became the Tennessee Titans, obviously a little bit of alliteration there. But obviously the idea was they were trying to be prolific. They wanted to be big and legendary and, and yeah, that like that like makes sense. Like that's a well one that's a good name. It um, sounds good. The San Francisco 49ers, For those who don't know, it's 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 an homage to the to the eighteen forty nine gold rush that basically created California. Um. And without them, that whole portion of California wouldn't have populated. Or, I mean, listen, it would have. Eventually, people would have found out it's beautiful over there. Whatever. But Yeah, they would have gone, but, like, it, it's it's a major part in building that foundation. Correct. So that, like, a lot of the time, a lot of the names make sense. Miami Dolphins, it's just cute. But, listen, they're a port city. They're a boat city. They're on the water. Like, something like 70% of, like, the valued real estate of Miami is is waterfront property. So right. like, it makes sense to be called the dolphins. Um, Cause it's the best marine animal. The, I don't know about that. I think the I think the manatee seemed pretty cool to me. I'm just saying. Oh yeah. No, it's far probably superior, not good, but not probably not a good sport name though. Right. Yeah. I mean, neither is the dolphins. If you want to be honest with yourself, <laughs> listen, now that we find out all these different things about them, they, no, they, look, they kind like, of, they're, they're murderous rapists. Uh, they're the they closest. Have, they're the close. They're the people of the sea, which makes us terrified. They're the humans <laughs> of the sea. They may be the perfect analogy for an NFL for an NFL franchise. Um, <laughs> the Yikes. Dolphins, the Miami Dolphins, may be the only team in the league whose mascot can also get them in legal trouble. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> and in this know. week, the Miami Dolphin Dolphin was accused of three sexual assaults. <laughs> Commonly known, dolphins are known to sexually assault people. Uh, like doing the Patriot, most of the NFL has either some or even just an animal, the Rams, the Seahawks, like, but how do you come up like, like Raiders even is like, just kind of weird, but like, it's kind of a nothingy term nowadays. So it doesn't mean anything. Which one? The Raiders. Yeah. But even then, you know, they portray it as piratey, you know, like, right. Yeah. Well, Buccaneers guys, like, yes, the Buccaneers were terrible, but pirates are campy now. So true. Like, but, like, the idea that, I don't know, 1950, someone was like, you know who we should definitely honor with this name? Indians. Yeah. Like, that was not call the, it that was not the really an honor either. So, I, don't, I just, I don't know how we ever landed on it in the first place. Right. It's definitely the team in the league was, like, just, like, it's it almost sticks out like a sore thumb considering, like, everything else is pretty normal and tame. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. It's definitely one of the worst choices. Like compare that. It's like yep, and then they're playing the Ravens, you know, <laughs> the bird people. And the Ravens were the Colts, and then they moved, and then uh, technically the Ravens were actually the Browns. Cleveland Browns moved to Baltimore. That one also replaced the Baltimore Colts to move to. Indy. That's just a lame name. It's not anything offensive though. The Cleveland Browns. It's actually it's see that one's actually an honor. It's it's to uh, an owner. Uh, they he. He was so prolific in the NFL that he was given his own franchise, and he named and it was named after him, the Browns. Right. So that I get where I get where it comes from. It just sounds weird. Yeah, no, it does. It doesn't really work without if you don't have a sense of the history of it. It's it's probably one of the odder ones. Also, nobody knows what a Bengal is these days. Yeah, but the helmet's a good giveaway. Right. Tiger stripes. Got it. Right. Oh, Bengal tiger. Big gotcha, tiger. Gotcha, gotcha. Got it. Uh, <laughs> but I just think it, it's surprising to me that it made it this long, and it was just as surprising when they actually decided. I really thought Washington Reds, like, year 3015, whatever the version of the NFL looks like then, I really thought the Washington Redskins would still would still be the Redskins. <laughs> well, I mean, at this point, they, they are, because calling themselves the Washington football team just well, at some point, keeps now drawing attention. 
Now like he was drawing attention to themselves. Like they could have been literally, they could have been like the Washington chrysanthemums or whatever the heck that flower's called. Like it could have been anything. Now that they've at least moved away from the Redskin, at some point, even if it's 15 years from now, they'll move into a new mascot. They won't remain Washington forever because they'll need something to monetize. They'll need something to help sell t-shirts, little funny picture animals or something. Like they'll just, Something will have to change. Still waiting on the Washington football team jerseys, and it just says it just has like a winking face next to it. <laughs> like, can we just never get over it? And I just hate it forever. You know, <laughs> we're the but Washington so, football program. Wink, 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 nudge, nudge. But no, I do think. Um, Thanks, I hate it. I do think they'll move to something at this point now. Now that they've moved away, now that they've got off of Redskins, but th- that was the thing. I don't. Th- I didn't think they were ever going to do that because took them this long. <laughs> yeah, presented with opportunity after opportunity and, and just instance after instance, they literally never moved on, not one time. And for years, would give quotes when respond when asked about it. Like, first of all, just don't respond if you don't care. Just don't respond. Like when the media is like, "Hey, Redskins is still really offensive." Any thoughts about that? And just be like, "Listen." Um, we don't really have a comment on that. Like, we are the Washington Redskins. We're proud of our name and our heritage. And just move on. Um, but instead, they've always given these elaborate quotes where they're like, the proud history of the Washington... You know what I'm saying? And it's like, no, there's no proud history to this. Like, it's kind of an insult the whole time. It's kind of the worst. You're kind of the worst. <laughs> You're sort of a D-bag for even doing it. Um, Literally follow everyone else is doing. <laughs> so to me, it is very surprising that they even changed the name. But I'm glad they did. I'm glad they did. I don't even, uh, I don't know how we got to this from is Monday a day off for you, but there we are nonetheless. You know, it's um, important. <laughs> Holidays, football, things. It really know. is. The baseball season started off and the Astros, uh, I'm, I'm happy to report, are, are 4-0. and Look at that. Uh, in the world. Playing offensive baseball. Uh, the other night, I believe they won 9-2. to two. Oof. Yeah. That's a good thing. That's a good start. Uh, the Oakland A's aren't very good, though, typically. So I guess we'll have to see what that does for us. But, you know, we might have just beat up you a know, bad team. We Maybe we just beat up a bad team. Maybe this is the long road to a slow descent because there's 8,000 ba- eight baseball games a year. It's and certainly the way people don't get started until game 30. And they're like, all right, game 450, we're good. Right, but this is I'm definitely in, how you I'm want to peak position. I hate baseball so much. I'm... You really do. This is how you want to start it, though. No, yeah, you always want to start high. At the very I mean, least, you, even if you lose a couple now, you've won the first four in a row, and it gives you a little bit of a cushion to to stay, you know, in it. Yeah. Um, it's okay. Even if they lose half their games, they'll still make it. To which the they will. They will. No matter how good or bad this team is. Every team in baseball loses 80 games. So, which is the, no team should lose 80 games and still be qualified as good. The season's well, too long. 160, 162 game season. So, 160 is half. <laughs> yeah. Every, oh, yeah. Every team in the league will lose half their games. And then someone will still be one or two games away from like a playoff berth or the, the seedings will be one or two away. Like, after 162 games, there will still be a big glob of player of teams that are like, Three games, yeah, apart. because they're 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 literally functioning their season like it's the law of large numbers, and they're like, well, you see, actually, right, tilts glasses, you know. I really would love to have a conversation with like a like a hard numbers person who just is like, yeah, with 162 games, most of these teams will average out over time, no matter how good or bad they really are, et cetera, et cetera. You'd have to be incredibly exceptional to, you know, what I'm saying, like, I'd yeah, love to like, find where's out, the like, where's the where's the where's the team that like was so good that like. Even across 162 games, they lost like 40. Well, and that's the thing is that's not a thing. So the record, like the best, though, I think the record number of wins in baseball is like 105, which means they still lost 59 or 58 or 60. Something it's you know like the number of wins, like the maximum the, the maximum number of wins I think is like 105 or 107, something along those lines. And it was either us or the Yankees or something like that, but it's not a lot. It's not so much that you go, this team was a dominant, dominant team. Now, granted, that's 40 games, but that's only 20 games away from 50-50. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, it's not like 20 games in 160 is not a, like extremely massive number. Yeah, because that basically means they're only like 11% over 500. 
Well, we won sixty percent of our games, you absolute scrubs. And that's a, and that's a record, right? Like, <laughs> like so if this is the math, then I've been doing school wrong my whole life. Well, you know, the thing of it is, people pay a lot of money to watch those hundred sixty-two games. I pay a lot of money to go to school. That's fair. That's a good point. You're not wrong about that. Have you have you seen the meme where like people like you know, a bunch of universities have been like going over to pass fail versus like actual grades, which makes way more sense. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. You do enough work to pass the class, not. What is, yeah, but but I need to know if I, listen. I'm not this guy, but. I like I know I'm coming into your class to to just get my C to just get my associates to just get out. I, I understand that, but if someone does more work than me, they deserve the A. I don't know that I like that. I mean, yeah, but if you if you actually think about what you're getting out of college, no one actually cares about your GPA. No, they don't. They don't. But they didn't care about it in high school either, and they didn't care about it in middle school or in elementary school. Like by that logic of standard. Why are we even doing GPA then? Right. Well, I mean, that's just the whole system, anyways. Like, it's not like college. But no, that's not true though, because for certain people, the top, <laughs> you know, they care. I graduated from law school, top of my class. Things of that nature. Right, are, but top, are... but you know, but it's not necessarily the top of the class that matters. It's the drive, the perseverance, the people who want to do more. Like, there's always going to be people who are just going to skate by no matter what. But there's always going to be people that want more. Yeah, but for those for those people who are purposely pushing themselves and challenging themselves to go to these hard institutions and these known institutions. And listen, I'm totally under, understanding that there's all these massive biases and, 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 and challenges and incremental issues to get into all these places. I'm not, I'm not ignoring any of that. However, for the guy who kicks butt in his top of his class – an entire university moving to pass felt completely disenfranchises all of his work or hers. And so for that issue, I don't like it. And I was never the top of the class guy. I don't like it. I think that's, I think that's stupid. Like, yes, the GPA doesn't matter, but it's, it didn't matter in high school or middle school either. We still took grades. Um, it's like when they tell you you have a permanent record. That's not a thing. You have an arrest record, but that's not a that's not what they're talking about when they <laughs> I wrote you up in third period and that's on your permanent record. That's not a thing. Colleges don't read oh, I, I see you got written up in fifth grade. What happened there? It's like, yeah, they killed someone in, in class. Yes. Yeah, I murdered someone and all they could do was write me up for it. <laughs> and Pass watch. Fail. Pass fail. Silly simple know, to like say. It. You pass the class. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Because he threatened to murder people. Now there was, there was always an option to take classes pass fail, and I didn't have an issue with that. Like, if it wasn't towards your degree, uh, or if it wasn't like, you know, there were core classes for every degree plan, and if it wasn't one of the core classes, you could take it pass fail. I thought that made sense. Like, this isn't something you need to know, but it's something you want to do. Yeah, take it pass fail. I, I'm fine with that. But the stuff that matters, like if I'm going to college to be uh, a, a marine biologist, I I would want people to know that I got an A in all my marine studies. Or a C in all your marine studies. Yeah, listen, if I'm the C, but that's my point. Like if I'm the C student and I was just floating by, like I deserve to, for that to be like, to be something that I have to explain in my job interview. Listen, you should still hire me. I'm totally qualified. I'm a people person and a team player. But I did get a C in all of my marine biology classes. And then when they go, well, we're looking for somebody who has a bit more knowledge than you, that's still a fair assessment. Right. But that's something they can figure out. <laughs> yeah, if they hire me, now they got to wait 90 days to get rid of me when they're like, you're an idiot. We never should have done this. But your college went to pass fail and we couldn't tell how dumb you were until we sat you down. Right. But if you can do the work, then is, is there really a difference? No, but there's probably someone who could do the work better who got a better grade than me. That's my point. Like this, if you're going into a narrow specific field where the where the knowledge is relevant, if you're going to management, okay, no, just learn how to sell or whatever it is that you're doing. But if you're going into uh, 
coding. And in your coding classes, there was a guy who consistently scored a 95 or better in all of his coding classes, and somebody who scored a, a 72. Um, yeah, I would want to know I'm hiring. I, I would want to know which one of those two I was hiring. Yeah, but if they can both can code. But one of them is infinitely better at it. I'm going to get more for my money. Well, that's true, but then that's how you rate performance. You you know, you hire everyone at the same level and you promote the ones that do better than the other ones. Right. But if I but if I have an interview opportunity, I have one opening. I, I, I'm bringing in I'm bringing in 10 college graduates from across the country. When I, I want to hire the best possible for my firm. I don't want to hire 10 C students because everyone went pass fail. Right. Find out like, I got to fire five of these guys 90 days later and then now I'm scrambling to go back through college applications to find five more again. I want to know that I'm getting the best possible people for my firm. Like it just, it just feels like this is. Well, so, that's, that's more to do with the hiring process versus the. No, the because it's the key piece of information that no one will know, neither the student nor you. Yeah, but that's why you have, you know, testing and what you want to figure out. My, again, you can't but, do that. Yeah, I don't think you can do. I think there's limits on how much you can test people before you hire them. Right. But I mean, like, so uh, I know that there's like, I know that for programmers, they have uh, information or uh, technology like tests that they have to be able to work in like a specific kind of program. Right. But how, okay. Everyone who passed, everyone who graduates with a computer science degree should be able to pass that sort of entry level testing. With a good grade. They took nine courses over this, over the course of their college career. Surely they know the cursory information. It's about the quality of my, like, what I want to find out is how dedicated were you to this over the four years you were at college and and were trying to do this? I mean, that's why the grading matters. I mean, honestly, that's why it matters. This, okay, when we always talk about, like, politically me, that I'm an independent, that... There are certain ideas that are liberal that I just completely disagree with. This is one of them. This is a silly liberal concept. This is a terrible idea for the people who work hard in college. I was never that person. I was paying money to get an associates to be done with that whole conversation about my life, about college. It was such an important thing going through school that I was like, okay, I'm going to get an associates and just, I'm done after that. I'm done. But for the people who care and are, getting into these things that are focused and hyper-focused like, you know, accounting or computer science or law or medicine. These people should show their grades. I think, I think in those specified fields, I think it's a little bit more important. I'm more talking about general studies versus like incredibly specific programs. But the people who want those are going to, like, look for, you know, how well you're going to test in those environments. Yeah, but, anyways. again, HRs are so protective of what you, like, there's a lot of stuff you just can't ask or get into in an, in an opening interview until you have a relationship with that person. So what you're going to wind up doing is just upping the, the amount of firms that go to a 90-day temporary position and how many people start getting dumped at the 90-day mark. Right, but maybe that's better. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know that it looks all that much better on your resume when it's like came out of college with a job, lost it three months later. Oh, what'd you do? Oh, it just turns out I'm incompetent. No big deal. Oh no! It's like, just... if a firm is hiring a C plus student, they at least know exactly who they're getting. They're like, hey, this guy's gonna come every day for work because he's got no drive or ambition. He's gonna be our backbone coder for the next fifteen years. Just dump everything you don't want to do on him. It's fine. He's going to show up every day and do exactly eight hours of work and then go home. But, like, they know who that guy is. You know what I mean? But then – and you need some of those guys. Like, those guys are important too. The guys who are just going to show up every day because work is work is work is work, and that's all they know to do. But then the other side of it is there's those guys who are like, listen, I'm a jet engine, and I'm here to soar. And you, you need a couple of those guys too, but you need to know that you're hiring them. Yeah, but I feel like the interview process, you'll be able to tell the difference between the two. Ah. It's not like... Come on, really you and I both know enough BSers who could talk their way through just about anything. Right, but talk falls short of skill. <laughs> the whole okay. point of people who could but talk we really well. We both would have hired 
Um, the sports star person. I wouldn't have. You gave me a weird feeling. <laughs> I knew he lied uh, to my face. You we both well, talked you, about it. You didn't. You. That's right. Coming out of it, you weren't a big fan of his. But both Joey and I. I mean, two thirds of us. He got through two thirds of us. I mean, that's fair. That's. I mean, that's kind of my point. But, like, but you. But you realized things were wrong as soon as you got into contact with anyone else, aka putting yeah. the putting the metal where his mouth was. Right. But that's that's a hard. I mean, that's a hard thing to do in a fast amount of time. Whereas if we just had had the resumes in front of us, we could have been like, okay, well, this guy's crazy. Again, this is. I I think getting rid of Pascal, I don't think it's actually in the. I don't think it really helps the students all that much either. Now again, if it's for the the non-core stuff, like I said, I, that's fine. But if it's for any of the relevant classes, I don't know that it's doing anybody who's trying. It's not doing them a favor. Right, and maybe you just restrict it to non-major courses. Yeah, listen, if it's not part of your core plan, yeah, yeah, listen, you're taking computer science because you got to have two science classes in your degree plan. Fine, take them pass fail. You're taking computer science because you want to learn how to be a network administrator on on a C plus plus server. Uh, I mean, on a SQL server or something like that. Then yeah, uh, I think those computer science classes need to show their grades. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think that that's uh, I think that's a bridge too far for me. All right. Well, now I know where you stand. <laughs> yeah. Next question. Uh, All right. No, I just think I, 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 I would hate to be the guy like, and it's not me. I know this, but like, if it were law or something, and I'm like, listen, I'm top of my law class, and they're like, are you? Because everyone's pass fail. How do you know? And now you're like, well, I, I just know because I like me more. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, you know, confidence is key, and it's like, cool. <laughs> um, you're on board. Can you read this report for us? And you're like, yeah, no problem. And then you come back to them eight months later, and you're like, hey, I finally read the report, and they're like, yeah, we've yeah. hired someone else. <laughs> Yeah, you don't work here, man. You don't work here. Um, oh, hey, did I tell you I got my uh, I got in my my two hero clicks I was missing from House of X that I really wanted. You finally got, got the boy, Maggot. That's right. I got Maggot, and then I got Glob Herman. There you go. We made Feeling it, boy. Pretty good. <laughs> yeah, baby. All right, we're gonna jump out to a break. When we come back, uh, we'll continue this nonsense of Nerd Thug Radio. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is a wonderful store located right there on 1488 in Conroe that sells comic books, gaming cards, gaming accessories, board games, as well as all kinds of fun nerd-assorted accessories. This is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio, just reminding you that if you're interested, and if you're bored, if you got some free time, if you wanted to go hang out at an interesting or fun place, The Adventure Begins should be an option you consider. Everything from D&D Adventurers League to miniature painting uh, to even competitive card play and even competitive gaming events. All those things occur at The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and more. Interested parties should absolutely check out the Facebook page for more information. This is Rudy Tomjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio right here on 104.5, 106.1, sister stations, streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. It's a great Monday afternoon, and make sure to go to the Facebook page, facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. Come say hi to us. Let us know how we're doing. Uh, maybe order a shirt or something. We got, we got all kinds of stuff going on. Nico, how we doing, buddy? Uh, doing good, doing good. All right. Did you do anything special during the break just now? Uh, yeah, I finished my uh, trilogy of books. Okay, you read all three books right there in the three-minute break. That's pretty mm-hmm. good. Yeah, that's pretty good. I'd be impressed. Like, if that were true, I'd be impressed. Um, go ahead and uh, tell our friends about The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More, and then we'll get into it. All right, The uh, the, the Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More uh, has taken my ability to speak. <laughs> um, <laughs> but they're open and uh, are at full operating hours. You're going to need a mask if you want to come to the store. Uh, some events are rolling back up Monday from 4 to 8 p.m. That's April 5th is uh, Miniature Monday. So come in, show off your, your minis, hang out, paint. You can ask the in-store associates for paint and supplies. 
Uh, ooh, so April's theme. So the uh, the submit a piece for the monthly mini painting contest. Uh, this theme is historical, and they have a little like display cabinet there that shows uh, the winners of the month. It's pretty cool. I got. I've oh, so those time. are winners that are in that yeah. cabinet. I didn't yeah. know that. I like that. I like those because they they have some cool stuff in that cabinet right there. Yeah, it's, it's some pretty cool stuff. Uh, Tuesday, April 6th at uh, 5.45 is the Digimon card game in-store sanctioned tournament. Uh, so $5 entry, bring your decks and ready to have some Digimon fun. I'll be there this Tuesday. Yeah, hanging out with Nico. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Uh, Friday, April 9th at 6 p.m. is the Star Wars X-Wing casual meetup. I think those are running back up. That's new. Uh, April 10th, Friday, uh, Saturday, at 2 p.m. is the Pokemon Casual Meetup. And Ooh. at 6 p.m. is the Warhammer Tabletop Meetup. So we're finally starting at that. Uh, so the Adventure Begins, Companies and More. There are all kinds of great events. Come there, get all your nerd needs. They do have loyalty points. So every time you come back, you get a little bit something nicer. Uh, the Adventure Begins, right. Comics, Games and More, right there off of 1488. Fantastic store. Wonderful staff. Come on down. Have some fun. The adventure begins. Comics, games, and more. Um, great, great staff. Love Bill. We hang out a lot. We talk. He's good people. Text me back, Jarek. <laughs> good luck with that. He got the money. He gonna run now. I know. Find <laughs> Warhammer. You got nothing. I really didn't get anything. He, he I was like, I was like, hey, my brother paid you. Crickets. <laughs> <laughs> I assume he's left town, and I'm never gonna see him again. He made off in the $400 heist. I like it. I like it. That's so stupid. Um, man, okay. So, yeah, you talk about things cranking back up. My, uh, my D&D group, we've been playing Monday nights here for a few weeks now, every other Monday. And we are now about to start meeting in person for the first time. Ooh. We've been doing this. So... We're going to be actually be playing uh, tonight uh, at, at an unspecified location, and we'll and uh, somewhere in the void. Somewhere in the void, probably almost next door. Actually, directly next door to the Adventure Against Conversations War, probably. Um, Maybe. But it's been um, it's been interesting. It's been um, it's been, you know a long time coming, but now here we are. Um, I'm I'm in line to get a vaccine soon. I I, I assume you are too. Assume. <laughs> You'll never know. <laughs> listen, listen to me. Get one. Don't be one I mean, of those people. I will, but I I just haven't signed up yet. No, I so I signed up through one of the hospital franchises. Like they'll text you an opening, blah blah blah. And I've mm-hmm. never heard anything, so I'm I, I'm now just about to kind of be like, My people life. of the world, how do I do this? Because I, I don't know what like none of the lists that I'm on have moved. I feel like, mm. so yeah. I'm interested. Um, so a new comic book came out two weeks ago. Ooh, okay. And I want to talk about it because it does something that I think. Is dumb. All right, I'm always up for it. What's up? Okay, so the comic book is called X Men Legends. All right. So, All right. assuming, is, oh, is this the is this the reprint thingy? It's not a reprint. It's tales in the past that they're untold stories in the history of the X Men, but these are all in canon. These all count. These are all part of the X-Men myth. So, like, kind of like subplots. Yes. That, like, got, like, left behind. Now, X-Men were notorious. So, Chris Claremont did this, and behind him, every other writer thought it was kind of part of the tradition and the legacy of X-Men to just leave plots hanging. So, like, Chris Claremont was sort of the master of dangling, like, he had, like, nine stories kind of rotating, sort of, always at the same, mm-hmm. like, he made the characters feel alive because they were so busy. Things were happening. Hey, Colossus, how's that art gallery going? Oh, it's going good. Dazzler, when's the album drop? Kind of, You know what I'm saying? It's like there was always stuff happening. But because right. of that, there were all of these like dangling plot threads. And he talks about it one time how like anytime he ran out of ideas, he would tell the editor, he's like, hey, I don't, I don't know what to 
I don't know what to do coming up. And the editor would be like, well, how about you clear up any, and then they would like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. We'll do that in that one then. <laughs> because it's the job of a good editor to be like, you know, we still haven't taken care of this one. Like, no one's no one's mentioned this in like two months. He's got he's got a sticky note that's like got just a big line through, it and he's like, "Where's this going?" <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those like crazy people boards when they're when they're doing the string and the uh, and the uh, push pins and all that with pictures up and, and like news article clippings and all that. Right, and it's just hey, he's had a dangling string for like the past two months, and he's like, "Please, <laughs> something, I need to put this anywhere." <laughs> well, that was. Um... So the story of Onslaught started that way. Um, it literally started with they they didn't they knew they were going to introduce a big bad down the road, and literally they wanted to introduce him with the bang, and so they were like, "How about this guy punches Juggernaut across the country?" Uh, and when the X Men find him, Juggernaut's just beat all all to crap, and the only thing he says is one word and it's the name of the person who does it to him and like they couldn't think of the name they didn't know anything about him they didn't know what his powers would be like they couldn't come up with any of it they come up with the name onslaught and that's all they get out of that issue and it turns into this massive mega marvel crossover like three years later as they slow build to it in the background of other stuff um so that's sort of the tradition of marvel comics and so that makes it a little more interesting like there are threads that have never been touched on in particular one that zach Friend of the show, Zach Attack, has just been driving me crazy about for 20 years. And, <laughs> and it's, who is the third Summers brother? Now, at one point, it was hinted that it was Gambit, and it's because of the, the red glowy eyes thing. Um, and another time, in the 90s, they introduced a character, Adam X, and they, they just, they do everything but flat out say that he is the third Summer's brother, but they imply it real, real hard that he's that. I thought we already know who the third Summer's brother is. Wait for it. Wait. Okay. So they, they, they do real, real hard to imply that at the very least, Adam X extreme, as he was called, is at the very least, the illegitimate son of Corsair. Was his name literally extreme? Extreme. (laughs) I hate, I hate comic books so much. He was Adam X, Extreme. <laughs> the first time he showed up, the on the, thing ever. he's in X Force, and his cover—it's uh, like <laughs> no one is ready for extreme, and it literally was like X dash T R E M E. Yeah, that was like his code name, and then it's revealed oh, that his real name is Adam X, and then in an Uncanny X Men issue, like a year later, they basically. Poop all around it, but don't say directly that he is the half the son to the Summers clan. So the third brother. But they go really close to it. So fast forward to, I think it was called Deadly Genesis or something like that. And that introduces the character Vulcan, who is in fact the real Summers brother. Uh. He was discovered by Professor Xavier when he was when Professor Xavier was out in the Shi'ar space fooling around with Alandra. Um, when Kirkoa happens, the giant size X Men stuff happens. Uh, Vulcan had just come to Earth to find the Summers brothers and reunite with family and blah blah blah. And Xavier ropes him into helping him save the X Men with this second group of mutants. That mission goes awry. Only Darwin. And Vulcans survive. Um, it spawns a whole other book worth of stories. Blah, blah, blah. Um, that is in canon. He is the third Summers brother. So the first issue of X-Men Legends comes out. And they do a really good job of who they hired to do the art. It's a guy named Brett Booth who is just a super 90s style guy. Very early image. Very hard, clean lines. But curvy and sexy and sleek and... Highly stylized, very 1990s comic book. So the book looks great, and it's written by Fabian uh, Nasiza, who's who's a longtime 90s guy um, and was an X-Men guy forever also. Um, and right here in the first issue, they're diving right back into the Summers Brothers story. And Corsair just flat out on the very last page of this first issue that ends on a cliffhanger says that 
he admits that Adam X is their brother, and and then he looks as though he's shooting him. It really was extreme. Extreme. <laughs> it's uh, so it's such not a needless addition to is all there of four this. Summers brothers. So now he would be the fourth Summers brother, and he would be like the half brother of all of this, I guess. But it's such a dumb, needless addition to the whole story. Extreme, yeah. You got Havoc, Cyclops, Vulcan, and Extreme. Extreme! And one thing that's always been real between Cyclops and Havoc is their powers don't affect each other. Well, they literally just show conclusively they're, they're trying to prove to you that Adam X and Havoc and Cyclops are all related because Adam X's powers don't work on them and their powers don't work on him. Oh. He has the summer's immunity. That doesn't make any sense. No, really. Like, it makes it makes sense why it doesn't work on Vulcan, because he's kind of broken. Yeah, and his power is literally manipulation and absorption of energy. Right, which is, again, absolutely ridiculous. But, I, I swear, they give some of these mutants, and you're like, yeah, he can do that. And you're like, well, isn't that, like, the best power? Well, well, really, if you think about it, like, Gambit's power is super scary, because he can charge objects... Uh, from potential to kinetic energy. But, like, if he can literally yeah, charge... Like, yeah, that's from, crazy. Like, it doesn't have to be objects. It could be molecules. Uh, what happens if he charges Captain America's shield? What happens if he just charges the air around you? What happens if he charges your armor? Like, questions. People have questions. Right. It's Well, I mean, it's kind of like how... I like how they, they made, like, Molecule Man was, like, started out, like, kind of campy, and it's like, no, he's actually, like, yeah. god-level broken. It turns out, like, yeah, that, turns out yeah, he's a actually... human cosmic bomb designed to end all the universes. And you're like, yeah, that makes sense. That feels <laughs> like that power. Yeah, why not? But, yeah, the idea that the powers don't affect each other has always been stupid, but it's been, like... Yeah, because, like, Cyclops is like concussive blasts and so is kind of Havoc's. I really don't understand Havoc's power. Havoc's is a little scarier because it's he absorbs ambient cosmic radiation and converts it into circular destructive waves of plasma. Superheated That's... plasma. Oh, so it's actually hot, not like Cyclops's, which just hates you really hard. Yes, but sometimes they don't play that up enough because like he shoots people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's a fair point. <laughs> I always, I always, I always figured that both of their powers were both like kinetic and not like hot. Although sometimes, I think Cyclops sometimes like, his was portrayed as hot, which is not cool. He one time started a campfire for his dad when his dad couldn't get a campfire going. No, 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 no. His, Does he ask him to do it? And yeah, camp? and Cyclops so, is like, he's, uh, they're not fire beams. He's like, they're not. They're not lasers. They're. Yeah. they're they're like force. His dad's like, that's gay. No, I'm just kidding. He doesn't say that. That'd be really funny. <laughs> he's like, that's pretty whack, dude. What a dumb power you have. <laughs> like, he's part of the. I don't even remember what his power is. Who, Corsairs? Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't have one. He's a space pirate. He's just, I mean, he's just a big, stupid. Although guy. he, he was doesn't do anything. murdered during the X Men run when Vulcan becomes emperor, and then he just comes back. And no one's. I've never seen any explanation for that ever at all. Uh, it's because Vulcan can manipulate his energy, so I assume he manipulated his life energy back into his body, obviously, duh. Except he's the one who murdered him, so... I don't know, dude. Hey, maybe he felt bad. Maybe he didn't want to commit patricide. I didn't mean I to know. kill my dad. <laughs> I'll take it back now. I don't know. Yeah. He's the one that came back from death anyways. If anyone should be dead, it's him, yeah. but... But this is a needless a needless story to jump into. It's the, it's the very first issue of this whole of this whole book where the premise is to bring in all these 90s writers to clean up all these dead plots. And the first one they're doing is Summers Brothers. Right. The first one they're doing is not the Summers Brothers, but the Summers Brothers again. Because they already did this one. Right. It's, holy crap. Um, they're like, yeah, so Vulcan, we got it. And then they're like, yeah, but it's yeah, not Vulcan. Yeah. It was extreme! It's Vulcan and extreme! It's it's a terrible idea. Um, I listen. The book's interesting. It's well written. Um, everybody knows what they're doing, it. but it's a terrible idea. It just doesn't need to be done. Especially yeah. now they've done so many other cool things in the X Men world. Where like, okay, so more Mac Taggart 
keeps resetting timelines when she dies. I mean, like, there's so many other cool things that we don't even need to worry about this anymore. And yet, here we are. Man, you, you had to please the three or four extreme fans. Uh, and I loved Extreme. I, I was all about it. Like, I thought it was so cool in the 90s. He was my favorite character for a minute. Because I do like really weird characters. I do. Speedball, no, extreme. Listen, I immediately identify that, like, they don't have a place really even in the world of X-Men. And then I like them even more because they showed up nonetheless. I'm like, the perseverance of these fake fictional characters. <laughs> I guess that's fair. There's something real underdog about it. The audacity of them. <laughs> the audacity of hope. Uh, all right. On that note, we're going to jump out of here. I do want to thank everybody for listening today. On behalf of little brother Nico and myself and the Adventure Begins comics, games, and more, uh, same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd Thug channel. Everybody wash your hands, get your vaccines. Um, they're worried about particular deadlier strains of the virus coming up. So let's try and nip this thing in the bud and let's all get out there and be able to start living our lives. Sports is back. Concerts are happening. Bars are open again. Restaurants are open. People are meeting for Dungeons and Dragons. Let's not blow this, guys. Let's get our stuff together. Um, as always, take care of each other. Stay safe. Uh, fight the power. Black Lives Matter. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you guys on Thursday for Nerd Thug Sports. Uh, Seacrest out. I got food in front of me. Let's do this. The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is a wonderful store located right there on 1488 in Conroe that sells comic books, gaming cards, gaming accessories, board games, as well as all kinds of fun nerd assorted accessories. This is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio, just reminding you that if you're interested, and if you're bored, if you got some free time, if you wanted to go hang out at an interesting or fun place, The Adventure Begins should be an option you consider. Everything from D&D Adventurers League to miniature painting uh, to even competitive card play and even competitive gaming events. All those things occur at The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and more. Interested parties should absolutely check out the Facebook page for more information. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. <laughs>